Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi. You're rolling with Jason and John. 92.9 FM ESPN. Yes, I look over on the other side of the car, and John Martin is here after a long ride back to the M. Yesterday, we will get into all the reasons why, but it is good to see him. Got him here. Got executive producer Brad Carson here. We've got so much to get to to as sort of football, college and NFL, and now basketball, NBA, media day all over the NBA, collide today. It all sorts of happens. You can't really pivot out of football, right? You're in the thick of it. But you do have to give full attention to the Memphis Grizzlies who open things up symbolically at least here with media day today. There's that to talk about. Tennessee football, the Vols, top ten. Beat Florida over the weekend. We got to get into that. Tigers get a win as well. Move to three and one with a win over North Texas. Now, I hear some people picking at that win. We'll get into all the reasons why. And ladies and gentlemen, there is one franchise in the NFL. One. That is O and three. There is one franchise in the NFL currently. Living on Owen Three Street. No other team in the NFL knows what it's like to be living on that side of the town. It is straight poverty. This franchise, this Raiders franchise, that my partner felt so good about last Monday. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's a poverty franchise. And it's not me that's got to speak to it. Or speak for it. You didn't come here today to hear Jason Smith tell you how sorry the Raiders are. You came here to hear John Martin answer for it. Pain. Pain! My personal flag flies at half-mast today. My individual flag, it is at half-mast. Um... I'm going to give the people what they want, right? I'm going to give... What do they want? Uh, they, 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 want the, they want to stone me. They want, to, they want this to be a public flogging, right? And I'm going to give the people what they want. I'm going to take everybody through the day and through the feelings and through the uh, emotions that I have felt the, over the last 24 hours. Um and and I hope that uh, I hope that 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 will suffice, right? Because it was uh, it was one of the it was a very overall negative experience for me. The entire ordeal was very negative, right? Um, and there are no guarantees when you when you go to a game that your team is going to emerge with the win, right? That is the inherent risk you take. And uh, I I felt that I'm on the other side of that. It was a it was a very long cold drive home. Mm. Where I thought about many things, reflected on many things. Some people wanted you to keep driving. Yeah, 
Did you see that sentiment on Twitter? Yeah, I did. Oh, said, keep driving yeah. past Memphis. No, believe me, I could not wait to get out of 615. Uh, yeah, for sure, bro. I mean, rocket boosters. Like, I could not wait. And the and the most, and again, I'm going to take everybody through the day, uh, but it was, uh, yeah, like, you know, I, I know a lot of people out there, you know, uh, we're, we're, are praying on my downfall. They got it yesterday. I think it's mostly Titans fans who you've taught. They got it yesterday. Would. It was it was absolutely no, and I'm like not no cap on this, right? Cap, no cap. It was miserable, bro. Every part of it was just miserable. Uh, so we're gonna get into it. I'm gonna take you through it and uh, <sighs> and hope because look here at the end. They're of the gonna day, eat your I, tears I, today, brother. I, I gotta I gotta I gotta face the music, right? You're drinking them. I can't run from it. You know, uh, and we'll get to that in just a moment. We'll get to that music in just a moment, BC. Uh, you know, it, it is – people are excited, right? They're, they're they're ready to hear it. Well. Um, but before we do that, Mike Wall is going to join us at 1125, and we'll talk to him about the NFL, get his thoughts on the weekend that was Miami. Got a very nice win over the Buffalo Bills. Two teams undefeated in the National Football League. They both played quarterback for Alabama at the same How time. That? How about that? Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles, 3-0, and the Miami Dolphins, 3-0. So we will get into that with Mike Wall. I, I, look, I think it's a two-horse race right now for MVP. It's Jalen Hurts, and it is Lamar Jackson. Um, you know, mm. I, I can make I know Josh has lost, but he should be Josh in there. is in there. You're right. I mean, Josh Allen's in there. Josh Allen's in there. Yes. He, he, he lost ground yesterday with the loss, certainly, right? Certainly. certainly. You can, but but as, the, as the season goes along, and if Buffalo really is the team we think they are – he will re-enter no, that conversation. I'm with you on the point you're trying to make, though. Yeah. If you're talking about the two front runners, and it's only it's only week three, so it's like it, the award doesn't get handed out today. But I would say those two are Lamar and Jalen doing historic stuff as of today. Uh, but yes, uh, we'll talk to Mike Wall about all that and more. Tom Brady goes down against Aaron Rodgers, so uh, we will discuss that and more with Mike Wall at 11:25. Then you've got some respect burgers you're going to hand out at mm-hmm. one o'clock. Mm-hmm. None um, for the Raiders, none for poverty franchise. Although y'all look pretty hungry. <laughs> Very. Y'all look pretty hungry for a W. Very hungry. Very, very hungry. Remember when Jameis used to eat a W? Please, sir. Uh, please, sir. Uh, I mean, we're in the friggin'. We'll get, we'll get to it. We'll get We have plenty of time to beat you down. We're in the West Memphis mission line right now, bro. It's terrible. Uh, so we'll do, the, we'll do all that today here on the show. Grizz Media Day, looking forward to that. That's some happy times, right? Happy times. But, 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 yes. I want to take you through an itinerary, a, a little bit of, of my itinerary uh, for the day, um, just to kind of give you the range of emotion. So y- you have the game at noon, right? So you have to wake up. I wasn't going to spend any more time in Nashville than I absolutely needed to. So we weren't going up until uh, day of, right? So wake up at uh, about 7 o'clock, um, get, out of the, get out of the house around 7.45, and let me tell you what the energy felt like driving to Nashville. This is how I was feeling on the way to Nashville. The energy is okay. amazing. The energy is amazing, right? You were feeling good. It's a boring drive, but I, I, I continue to think about how satisfying it would be, right? The Las Vegas Raiders. That I'm going to go into this building Get that first for, a, for a fourth time in the last... You know, five, six, seven years. The Las Vegas Raiders. And I am going to emerge with a win yet again. This is what I have always done. This is what I have. I have only seen wins inside this building, mm-hmm. right? So why would this time be any different? I mean, you guys know exactly how I feel. I watched the Buffalo Bills make mincemeat of the Titans secondary. 
right with Stefan Diggs. So I'm just going to apply that to this to the today, right? Going to church here with Devontae Adams. He is going to do the same exact thing. Why wouldn't he? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I know Christian Fulton is back, but we, since when did he become, you know, big play slay? Try to tell you about him. So I'm driving up, man. I'm feeling good, bro. I'm like, this is a this is a great day to be alive. What a blessing this is to be able to drive up and, and to be able to see my team for the first time since 2017 play football. This is amazing. We're hungry. We're desperate. We're favored. This is a perfect situation for me. Just out of curiosity, how long did it take you to get up there? I think it took about three hours. Okay. I think it took about three hours. So, I mean, and, it felt, and again, we'll get to the drive Slow home. Driving. We'll get to the drive. Because I was savoring it, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was savoring all of this. I said, I said, take it all in, man, to myself. You know, take all of this in. This is, this is what it means to be alive. Right? Headed to the loser bowl. I had the Audi. I had the sunroof down, bro. No, 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 no. I didn't have the sunroof down. I had the moonroof down. The whole thing, three quarters of the roof, bro. Wind was hitting my face. You know, I'm growing my hair out, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a little longer. Yeah. So, like, I felt alive. More alive than I have felt in quite some time. So, you get there, you park. Man, I'm like, I can't even, like, the line to park. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, I'm, I'm just like, I'm anticipating this so much. It's like you rode in on a cloud. Energy coursing through my veins. Sure. You know, BDE, so to speak, right? I just can't wait. So we park, get out, get in the arena, get a beer, see Dylan Parham's family. They're there to support former Memphis Tiger, right? Mm-hmm. Who's starting now? Starting at center because our center was out. Absolutely. So, And then, of course, going through the arena and the stadium, as you guys know, is Raiders, Raiders, Raiders. And then the game started, so you can cut this immediately. That's when the fun and the thrill, that's when it ended. Because from the beginning, I mean, we we, we, we don't have to go through the game itself, right? We don't have to go through the various plays. Derrick Henry... Was getting the ball he, he a million times. He was gashing y'all early. The signs were there. Ryan Tannehill was getting pretty much in the first half whatever he wanted. We were down two touchdowns, I think, at half, 24 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 24 to 10. And uh, it, it, like, that's the, that's the cruelest thing of all, right? Like, at no point did I really ever believe that the Raiders were going to win that game. There was never a moment, not a single second, where I thought, the Raiders would leave as soon as the game started with a win because, bro, the Titans walked them down. The first drive of the game took eight minutes off the clock, and it ended in a touchdown. So I said, oh, this is the way this game's going to go, right? They, they've scored, apparently scored on every opening drive of the season. So then, of course, Mac Hollins turns into Randy Moss and gets that touchdown at the end of the game to give me just a little bit of hope that maybe, just maybe, we can get this thing to overtime. Because much like the University of Memphis football offense, the Titans offense decided not to show up in the second half. Oh, they, oh this is not the day for you to uh, send out shots, oh. at, veiled shots at other squads. Well, so, that wasn't one so veiled. So we played basically offense versus defense for the entire second half. 
and and they score the touchdown there, convert some unbelievable fourth down conversions, right? I'm going crazy. I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, you know, maybe this is the way it's going to be. Maybe this is the storybook, 30 for 30 type stuff. I'm going to remember this for the rest of my life. No, that karma made you have to stay till the very, very end, the bitter end. And so the cruelest twist of all is that the Raiders get inside a two-point conversion of sending the game to overtime, and they don't convert. And so as I'm walking out, you know, these stubborn Raider fans are still doing it. Not me. I have no energy. I have no place for it. They're still doing the Raiders. You know what happens? Titans fans chime in. Suck! And I was hearing it all throughout the exit. And so what was a triumphant ride to became quite the sad and cruel drive home where you know like you you just think about all the times in life you know what I'm saying like what did what did I do what did I say you know that led me here oh you know that led me to the moment of driving home when it's getting dark outside I haven't seen my kid because she was still sleeping when I left the house. I'm not going to see her when I get back because she's going to be asleep. So I didn't see my kid. I didn't see a win. And I have to come back on Monday with sunburn and pain and, 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 and no wins at all to speak of, bro. I went to Nashville and didn't trip into a single victory. Not one. I didn't find one. So it was the most, in terms of being a sports fan, like it probably doesn't touch the championship game, right, in 08, but it's number two. That experience, if I'm making a ledger of of horrible and miserable experiences Mm -hmm. I've I've had as a fan, that is going to go to number two. I mean, confidently, right? To drive up there same day, come back same day, get a, get a get a you know get a I think there was a hair in my fries at Dairy Queen in in Middle Tennessee. I bet. And you know how the, the podunk, you know, inflation is going crazy. You can't even believe. And then there's a hair in the fry, right? That was the that was the day. That was the day. And I'm cleaning up and I'm picking up around sort of you know my yard, but. If, if there were Titan fans out there that were praying and wishing that I had a horrible experience, that it was a loss, that it was this the word, it, it was mission accomplished. I, I, I think there's a lesson here, and I, and I wonder if that's the part that they want to know now, right? They heard about the the how you went up there confident, you come back, and there's the pain and the suffering. But has there been a lesson learned? A lesson such as it does not pay off for John Martin at least the last two seasons. It never pays. In fact, it's the other way. It doesn't pay off for him, not for him, to hate on the Titans. Literally end up with a one seed last year. Yeah. Then they give you this L that you paid for. Yeah, I paid. Keep you away from many your family. Time, many times over. Put the needles in many times. Make you stay to the end of the game for that kind of pain for, and forget suffering. What, forget may, what may, I paid may, monetarily. Has, has a lesson been learned? Because I think that that's what the folks want to know. No, I mean, look. From you. 
I, I don't know what you want me to say. I mean, it was. It, I was Has a lesson been learned to lay off the Titans for John Martin because it doesn't pay off? That's I mean, the, we know about the suffering. We get you. So a lot of them wanted to see you suffer. Yeah. Well, I am. I mean, I'm. I have sunburn. So did I? Did I contract skin cancer as a result of this? Melanoma. I I took it out. But it literally, nothing good has come from you hating on our quote unquote. No, friends don't don't do don't do our don't mm-hmm. do our. All right. Nothing. Even when they're bad. Don't Even do, when they're bad. Don't do our though. Even when they're bad. Yeah. I mean, this is this is all. All I can do is give you my the, my personal journey. Right. It's not gonna. It's not gonna change. I'm not gonna change. I'm not gonna. No, cha- don't act like last Monday you didn't come up in here saying I got nothing to worry about. Nothing. <laughs> we should have won the game, bro. I don't want to hear they that. They gave mess. us every opportunity to win the game. Oh, because y- y- y'all are a poverty franchise. You don't know how to score when you get to the red zone. Josh McDaniels looks fraudulent. Well, d- here's the problem. Der- so far. Maybe Darren Waller should have been celebrating on that Las Vegas Aces parade float. Well, maybe if Derek Carr didn't set him up to get killed every time he throws it, he wouldn't be second-guessing the catch. Now Devontae Adams doesn't get the ball ever, you know? I mean, now he's probably yeah, Y'all bad. are a hot mess. You're poorly coached. You get penalties at the wrong times. You're awful. Yeah, I'm not going to come in here today and try to make any kind of grand statement about the Tennessee Titans. You need to lay off them and never worse for you. Karma is real. I told you that on Monday. Then you tried to go through the phases and rein it in a little bit. That's right. And it did not help you. You had already gone too far. It did not help You had already gone too far. No, there's no L's. Just lessons, right? Just lessons. That's what I tell my son. And the le- but you're you older than that. And the- <laughs> so you need to be getting you need to be getting if you ain't learned a lesson, now you're just a fool. <laughs> That's what I tell my eight year old. Look, I, I I all I can tell the people who wanted to hear this, right? All I all I can emphasize is how much of a nightmare that day was. That's all I can do. Y'all were anti I'm not for overstating those folks. it. I'm not overstating it. You know, I I'm not gonna come in here and try to like I'm not gonna sit here and give the Titans credit. All I'm gonna do. How do you not give them no credit? A Derrick Henry was a beast again. Look, again, that's not Y'all what I'm doing. Y'all were just the antidote. That's not what I'm doing. All I'm gonna do though is speak to how they awful my, my experience was, though. Right? Like, that's what it was. That's it was. It was. It was the worst. It, it went no, as poorly you, as you it need to gone. give the Titans a respect burger for handing Absolutely you that not. L that you had to pay for. They can. They get handed the, you. They served you that L. You had to pay for. They it can to get see the. It. They get the Dairy Queen fry with a hair in it. You know. That's what they. No. Get no. That's me. what they made you eat. Yeah, it was. A, it, I mean, look, I know that's what people wanted, right? All they wanted to hear was me confirm for them that it was awful, and it was. It was hell on earth. You brought this it was on a yourself. Nightmare. Is literally it the was point. misery. I am in misery. That's what I saw. I kept thinking, right? I'm stuck in this damn godforsaken city. I'm not going home yourself. with a win. I, I, you talking out. about why me? You know why? Thirteen dollar beers. I can't buy enough beers to forget about this damn day, right? We're moving on. We're moving on. Mm. Personally. What do we say? 0 and 3, season over. Season over. Moving on to 2023. Yeah. yeah. Poverty franchise. The Titans into the Raiders season. That should be enough. Literally only one, enough. only one 0 and 3 team in the league. Yeah, that's us. That should be enough. Even the Texans got a tie. The Texans, they have a tie. <sighs> Y'all straight trash. I'm moving on, though, that's bro. That's what you got to deal with what, out here. You know, that's what. Nobody want to hear you hating on, on another NFL four. team out We're here. You got enough four. problems in your own backyard. Don't hate on anybody else in the league until you get your own backyard straight, till your own house in order. Yeah, like, I, I I wish I was like Adam Levine. Like, as much as he's going through at this point, like, I'd rather be him. You know, this is awful. A nightmare. I want to know when that first win's coming. You might be on 0 5 Poverty Street before this thing's over. Everybody laughing at you. Well, I'm not even congratulating the Titans. I'm not doing that, right? 
Not happening. You're not getting that. So from you me. didn't learn. See, y'all, he didn't learn anything at all. But what y'all, what he learned nothing at all. What y'all. Titans fans will have to live with, right? Is that it was awful for me. It was as absolutely. If I could have scripted a worse trip, this would have been it. Make me think we actually have a chance to send this game to overtime and then don't. <laughs> yeah. Give me that like that Charlie Brown football moment. Some folks would say perfect. I kicked hard. I kicked hard. What I go home with? What I go home? Dairy Queen hair fry. That's what I went home with. Mac Hollins teased you, didn't he? Yeah, Mac Hollins, bro. That that's what that's who I paid to see. Mac Hollins. <laughs> that's how Tannehill's doing. He's laughing at you. All the bad things you've said about him and that franchise. We move on. You want to? You we can't. Move on. You still sitting there? Oh, you can't move off zero and three. Oh, we move you get on. a win. Hey, on to week four, man. We're moving on. This ain't this ain't fantasy. This ain't oh, your fantasy. This team. is real life. This is your reality team. Yep, and I it's depressing. But you know what? There is a bit of numbness to it when you go through what you go. But being there in person, right? There is no su- there is no substitute for that because I can't just change the channel. I have to get my freaking car. I have to wait three hours to get out of the parking garage. Then I have to drive home. Yeah. Congrats. Congrats to all the people that wanted to see that because you got it. You got that. You still ain't learned anything. It ain't for you me. You won't to- give the Titans a bit of credit. Well, here's what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to move on to Mike Wall. He's going to join us at 11 uh, on, on the other side. We'll talk to him about the weekend that was in the NFL. Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson. Uh, Green Bay getting that win and more. Jason and John, how do you turn to FM ESPN? FanDuel uh, has football season underway. Obviously, we all do. So now is the perfect time to download the app, America's number one sports book, because right now new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just sign up with the promo code JSmithFanDuel. Makes it easy. They've got all your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads to player props. You can combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. Good way to bet a little Win a lot. All on the app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Just sign up today with the promo code JSmith for your no-sweat first bet. That's promo code again, J-S-M-I-T-H. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL and of 92.9 FMESPN. Fun way to get into it. Must be 21 or older and, of course, present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Guests appear on the Superbook Sports phone line. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook Sports Tennessee app today with Jason and John. Live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Mike Wall, former Pro Bowl offensive lineman. He played 11 seasons in the NFL. You should know it by now. Packers, Panthers, Seahawks. He's joining us regularly every Monday. We're lucky to have him. He's now a skill development specialist, founder, too, of ProcessToPerform.com, host as well of the On My Block podcast with former Packers great Amon Green. You can find him on Twitter at MikeWall68. That's W-H-A-H-L-E. Easy for me to say, Mike. <laughs> Said I wasn't going to screw that up no more. Um, let me ask you this. I got plenty to ask you about, too, because Chiefs go down, Bills go down. But before we do that, my partner's a big Raiders fan. They're the only 0-3 team in the league at this point. What do you make of the the Raiders, who obviously fall, lose to the Titans yesterday with John in, uh, in, the, in the building for it? What do you make of that, Raiders? Is that a good team that just hadn't figured it out yet, or is that the biggest disappointment in the NFL and they got more disappointment ahead? Yes and yes. I, I, they have they have all the competition they need. They have all the pieces they need to be competitive, even in the AFC West. When you look at the team right now, and, and Carr's been one of those players where I think last year he got a lot of credit for saying a lot of the right things in a tough situation, and he's certainly got the talent. If you're live watching him throw, he he reminds you of Andrew Luck the way he like his throwing motion, how live his arm is. He's a big, powerful guy. He's accurate at times. Um, it looks like right now, and I'm not just talking about Carr, and I'm talking about Hunter Renfro, Waller. They're just not on the same page, and they're probably not on the same page as their head coach, Josh McDaniel, as far as turning verbiage that they're used to into whatever he's saying to them now. So they might be running the same plays or very, very similar concepts, but whatever's coming through on that headset just doesn't quite sit right with what they've been doing in the past. And you can just see like the speed. It's always the speed of play but it's the speed of thought that gets in, gets you in trouble in the NFL. You know, I was there, and uh, it was certainly uh, it was a, it was a miserable day. Uh, you know, ranks very. I mean, you know how it is, right? When you go to see your yeah, team, yeah. I, 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 we don't live in an NFL market, so this is you know I don't get to see the Raiders very much. And it was I, I found it maddening that Derek Carr was he was happier to throw to Mac Hollins and Keelan Cole in the in the matters that in the moments that mattered rather than Devontae Adams. At some point, if you're a quarterback, don't you just have to say, I'm going to go hell or high water, I'm going to 17 on this play? You know, we let me tell you this. Just from experience, last year they were doing the exact same thing in the playoffs up in Green Bay, and everybody was furious about that. So right now, if you look at their roster, just between Devontae Adams and Darren Waller yesterday, like they have enough people. You can't double cover everybody. And so one of those two guys would be open. I know at the end of the game, you started looking at Waller on a couple of plays that didn't make sense as well. But 
when a guy like Devontae Adams with the roster that they have, Josh Jacobs in the backfield, Derek slinging the ball around, have a tight end that can stretch the defense, for him to go five for 36, it's surprising to say the least, right? With the, with the kind of talent that he has, the acquisition that he is as far as picking him up in the offseason, everything you have planned for him and the fact that they go way back, like five receptions, it really doesn't make any and – and the other thing is with Devontae Adams, He's all over YouTube and because he gets open. Like, he can beat anybody press coverage. He's got a very particular way he does, he goes about his business. But he is too talented to only get five for 36 in a game. And, and, and I think Carr is way too talented to allow him to only get five for 36 mm-hmm. in a game. Uh, Mike, the Bills have looked so much better than everyone else. And, if you, I mean, if you look mm-hmm. at the yardage, you know, Josh Allen still put up numbers, everything else, but they do fall there to Miami. Did we – you know, this isn't to slight Miami because they're obviously a heck of a story now at 3-0, and but did we learn anything in terms of how to slow the Bills down, or was that just a, a one-off they get down there to Miami? That place is hot down there. You saw guys cramping up. They were also without six starters. Sort of, how do you, uh, how do you round that one up? I think what you just said makes a lot of sense to me. I've, I've worked down in Miami. It's incredibly hot when you play there in September, and if you're coming from an out-of-market, it is. Uh, it, it has a real effect on you. I think it's probably worth six or seven points. I think they muffed a punt and got the ball back on the get Miami ball on the twelve yard line going in early in the game. They're missing six guys, like you said. They have four hundred yards passing. Um, they hold the ball for forty minutes. They run ninety plays. Yep. They're all over the field. But sometimes you just got to be able to finish. And, and I think I think Josh Allen had three fumbles or four fumbles yesterday. I think maybe the team had four fumbles. They gave away one of them, but those stopped drives. Um, he obviously skipped the ball. Uh, from fourth and two or fourth and goal on the two yard line late. They had the, uh, the field goal that they missed and then they couldn't figure it out at the end. Ken Dorsey lost his mind, which was awesome to watch, by the way. And, but, you know, this, I, you know, for me, this is just one of those games you lose every once in a while to a division opponent. I'm just honestly so impressed with the Miami Dolphins yeah. and what, what Mike McDaniel has brought to that team. You know, when they, when they had Coach Flores, you could tell that they were building something special, but they were particularly doing on the defensive side. They've been a good defense for a couple of years. They just haven't had the offense to back it up. And now everyone's kind of getting to see when you have an offensive mastermind who's a culture builder and a great communicator, what is capable of, like, when you put a lot of talented kids in the same room, what they're actually capable of. I think it's pretty awesome. Um, and, and now we know that the NFLPA is, is uh, going to conduct their concussion investigation. Uh, was, there, was there any doubt to you watching – it was kind. Of, it was kind of hard to watch, right? The way that he kind of got up and then stumbled, and you know, body buckled. Did came, yeah. He did come back in the game. Um, is it, what's coming? You think for the Miami Dolphins here? I have to believe that they went through whatever protocols are required by the NFL. Um, I, I just I don't know how they get around that, especially with a player. If you're playing the quarterback position, you stumble on the field. And he says it's his lower back or whatnot. Like I, I you have to go and, and say that you believe with you know, everything that they've gone through the right uh, per, uh, per procedures. Because otherwise, guys, this is this has been the core argument I think by the NFLPA safety. I mean, public you know public scrutiny. This has been the argument for the last decade. Yep. And for them, yeah, you know, for them to I think skirt. First of all, I just think it's totally irresponsible for us as, as general public. To think that the Miami Dolphins are going to like put their put their starting quarterback out there when he's not ready to win one game, I just the third game in the season. Like I, I really don't believe that. I don't think. I just maybe I'm naive, but I think better of people. And <laughs> you know what I mean. Like I just don't think it's possible that Tua Tagovailoa has a legitimate concussion situation, and he, and 
they don't put them through the proper protocols. I just don't think that's realistic. I, I think they, the Miami Dolphins, when you research this, they're gonna, you're going to find out that they did exactly what they were supposed to do. Um, if they need to change the protocol and they need to mm-hmm. – it's a blanket, he needs to go out of the game, and then we need to recheck him like two days later because there's, you know, there's swelling and everything that happens when you get a concussion that maybe they're, they're not seeing what they need to see or maybe doing a visual test isn't good enough. But just from – what is required by the National Football League? I have no doubt that the Miami Dolphins did exactly what was required by the National Football League to get that guy back in the game. So for, for our audience, and even I think for, for Jason and I that are not familiar, like, uh, uh, and maybe the protocol changed throughout your time mm-hmm. in the NFL, mm-hmm. was it a situation where they would pull you to the side or anybody to the side and they would ask like a series of questions? Like what is a, what is a concussion protocol look like in practice? Well, back, it has changed a lot, I'll say that. Uh, it used to be a couple of smelling salts and uh, mm-hmm. you shake your head a couple of times. And if they, if basically you just hold on to your helmet a lot harder and then if the doctor tried to take it, you pull it back and get yourself back out there. So things have changed a lot. They, um, nowadays, if, if you show signs, and they can, remember they can do this up in the booth now. They have, they have people that are actually watching the game that can say, no, listen, this person needs to come out. And they'll put you through a kind of what you just call a field test right now. Whether it's a series of questions followed, you know, they obviously look at your eyes, how you're answering, what you're responding, the time you're responding in, how you're moving, how you're, you know, how your, um, you know, body mechanics and movement are. And from there, they're going to make a determination of whether or not you're ready, you're, you're ready, you need further evaluation or you feel fine, you're ready to go back in. Um, you know, having gone through a couple of concussions myself, you, as a player, you know something's wrong. You don't know exactly what it is at the time, but you know something's wrong. And so I would imagine if you feel that way, it's probably hard to mask it for a medical doctor, right? So, um, I, again, I don't think it's an exact science. They can't do a brain scan right on the field. They don't do a field test. But I would imagine at this stage they have a pretty good idea whether or not these guys are, uh, are good to go back in the game. Mike, what do you make of the Eagles and just the way they are absolutely rolling, folks? You know, I've heard a couple of different things from the experts, both from that they got the best offensive line to you saw that defensive line yesterday getting after Carson Wentz. How, how complete a team are they? And is that an Eagles team that you think by the end of the season we're talking about one that's in an NFC championship game? Yeah, absolutely. That, it certainly looks that way right now, and it's all because of their quarterback. He's, he's playing at such a high level. I just love the energy he brings to the game. I love his leadership, uh, the way he talks about – not only himself and A.J. Brown uh, as well, is, is coming in and being thermostats, not thermometers, and really setting the tone and the temperature for that, that team. I, I just love everything he brings to it. Offensively, listen, their offensive line, you know, Jordan Mylotta, that's one of those kids where, like, that's, the, that's just the ultimate story uh, of a kid getting kind of found out of nowhere and shows up now, 6'9", 350 pounds, can, can, can move mountains. Um, Kelsey's been just one of the best centers in the league for years. Yep. Uh, Lane Johnson, obviously. I mean, they're just – they're just a really, really well-coached line. They've committed to something. And once you commit to the run like they did last season, you just get really, really good at doing certain things. And once you have that, that confidence and that identity, you can start building kind of backwards out of that. And I think that's what you're seeing right now is they have such a, they have such a presence. They have such a confidence and they, they have such a demeanor when they come into a game as we can run it down your throat. We'll run it 50 times. We don't care that now you're seeing the benefits of that this season with an improved Jalen Hurts and the, his ability to throw the ball, improved weapons on the outside, obviously. But when it, when a defense comes in, it's like, what do we have to do first? Man, we got to stop the run. Otherwise, they're just going to ram it down our throat. So I love what they're doing defensively. You know, Carson Wentz is, is, a, is a guy that, you know, he's kind of struggling right now, I think, just in general. But nine sacks is nine sacks. Uh, that's an amazing effort 
Uh, I, I'm glad I was never part of one of those games. Yeah, we're talking to Mike Wall, former offensive lineman, Pro Bowl offensive lineman in the NFL, founder of Process to Perform. Check it out, process to perform. Dot com. Monday Night Football tonight. New York Giants, 3-0? and mm. That have a ring to it? I think so. I I, I love Saquon Barkley. I, I, I love the group. You know, I love Dayball. I think I just think if you're going, you know, coach for coach, I, I, I think Dayball right now has got those guys believing. Mm. He certainly just – I just don't think there's a lot of teams in the National Football League that have culture by design that have, like – I think there's very few people – in the league, leading organizations that have a combination of leadership, intelligence, and communication ability. And I think Gable's one of those guys that you're going to see, you know, him and Mike McDaniel are two guys that are going to be rising up the ranks of that list very, very soon. And when you have that in your, in your organization, when you've had a lot of high draft picks, you know, over the last couple of years, you haven't been very good. And they got Joe Shane running general manager right now. I've known him for a decade. He's an unbelievable football mind. I just think they're going to head in the right direction. I don't know if it's going to all pan out this year, but I think tonight you're going to see a team that's certainly on the up and up. You know, it felt like Aaron and Green Bay had every chance to blow that game open and Jones fumbles that ball before and looked like you were about to blow the game open there. But but you did see still, even in an ugly game, that, look, Tampa Bay could have tied there at the end, said to overtime. You still saw yeah. that gleam in Aaron's eye, it felt like afterwards, that it's starting to come together. And we'd ask, you know, we thought, are the Bears going to be just the antidote, this, the antidote this team needs to sort of get them going? I, I don't know. It looked like I was starting to see it at the end of the game. Where, where are the Packers, you think, after this win over the Bucks? And i, I got to be honest with you. I know Tom is without some weapons, but I thought that defense played pretty well yesterday as well. I thought the defense was excellent. In fact, if, if – I think the defense was the story of the game, actually, on yeah. both sides of the football. Um, Aaron Rodgers, look, he was he was one and three the last four times down there. So getting a win over there, I think, is a big deal. Getting a win against Tom is a big deal. Certainly, we know that that Tampa is one of those teams as a, as a Green Bay Packer that we're likely to see again come playoff time. The expectation for both these teams is Super Bowl or bust. Uh, really, when you look at both these teams and kind of depleted at the wide receiver position, what both of them did, particularly in the second half. Uh, of being able to make some adjustments and completely dominate. Their defensive lines were completely dominant yesterday. Yeah. And I just, I literally just watched this all 22 uh, as I was getting on the phone with you guys. And on both sides of the ball, the, the box seven uh, defenders for both teams were absolutely dominant yesterday. If you're, if you're a fan of defense, man, it was fun to watch. Both teams have some work to do on offense, but this is the NFL early in the season. Offenses aren't going to be where they need to be. Mm-hmm. If you have a great quarterback and you can kind of make a couple things, you know, make lemonade out of lemons for a couple plays here and there, got a guy like Aaron Jones. Like you can just see the pieces coming together, certainly in Green Bay. Dobbs having a big, you know, he had that first big play on the second and two. They ran a heavy play action. He, he, went, he ran the dig route, got open. That was a big play from a confidence standpoint, I think, not only for him, but for Aaron and the rest of the receiving core. Um, they, like, you know, they did fizzle out in the second half as, as far as the defensive pressure put on by, by Tampa Bay. But I have to say, having back Tiari back, Aaron Jones and Aaron, A.G. Dillon running the ball the way they are, you know, there's some, there's some holes to fill, certainly, and we need to fill them. Um, I don't think we're, they're the best team in the NFC right now, but, you know, once you get to the dance, anything can happen when you've got a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, so we just need to keep building. You know, I'm a guy that really focuses on focuses on quarterback matchups, and we had one yesterday in L.A. with Justin Herbert and Trevor Lawrence. And I know that Justin Herbert has the ribs, but he was thoroughly outshined by the Jacksonville Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence. And let's not act like, 
you know, Trevor has this great line and he has these great core receivers. He's got Zay Jones, Marvin Jones, and Christian Kirk, and he thoroughly outshined Justin Herbert. So all the rib injury and all that being taken into account, what does that performance and who does that performance say more about yesterday, Justin or Trevor? Trevor. Absolutely, Trevor. You, you, you think about the first pick in the draft. I don't know if there's been a guy, you know, has there been a guy that came with more fanfare than mm. uh, Andrew Luck, than, than Trevor Lawrence? And then, he, you know, he, unfortunately for him, he gets stuck with Urban Meyer. First, first year of his uh, professional career and all the disaster that was the Jacksonville Jaguars last year. So getting Doug Peterson down there, I think, was huge for a guy like that. You know, I know Doug, he's a former teammate of mine, and he's a great leader. And, and you know, obviously a very, very quarterback-friendly head coach. A guy that that, uh, that Trevor's obviously going to learn a lot from. That kid has an incredible amount of talent. Uh, Justin Herbert's one of my favorite guys in the league right now. He's playing through a very very painful you know rib cartilage. You know, listen, sometimes you just don't have the day you want to have. Yep. But yesterday was about you know if, if anybody had a coming out party yesterday, it was Trevor Lawrence, right? It's like hey, well, welcome. I, I'm going up against arguably the best young quarterback in the NFL in Justin Herbert. And oh by the way, I'm going to steal the show. So I was really happy for him. Hey, as a, as a former Pro Bowler, real quick, Mike, what do you think? I saw where the NFL is going away from it. They're going to do the week and put up little competitions, but no game anymore. Uh, what, would you have been for that back in the day? What did you think? Yeah, I think it's a great idea. The, the game's kind of a joke. Um, you know, guys, honestly, it's one of those things where <laughs> the Pro Bowl has kind of become it, – it doesn't it, it doesn't have the same pop and circumstance anymore. It's not in Hawaii, so what, the, what that really – you know, they put it in, in uh, I think, Camping World Arena in Orlando or something the last couple of years. And so a lot of guys just don't show up. So I think there's like 80 Pro Bowlers every year instead of, you know, the 50 that probably should be deserving or 44 that should be deserving. Yeah. So for me, you know, I'd, I'd love, there's a couple of things you'd love to do with, with an award like that because it is an honor. You know, you'd like to put it in the hands of, of the, the coaches and the players, maybe first and foremost. You'd like to have some sort of, situation where maybe they go to Hawaii, or maybe they go to some place different every year, but they do a lot of community outreach and just get really involved in that community. I think that's an awesome idea, but certainly not having the game now and just letting these guys relax, hang out, spend time with one another and kind of celebrate the moment is a big deal because gosh, there's just no reason to put your pads on unless you're going to go full speed. Um, that's, that's when people can get injured. I don't think there's any benefit to it. And yeah. certainly not easy. It's not easy on the eye. Like nobody's like, nobody really likes watching that game. So I'm happy they did it. By the way, uh, Mike, as we have been on the phone here, uh, Justin Herbert just lost his left tackle for the season, Rayshon Slater. Yeah, wow, so, that's that, terrible, man. He, that, he was such, he's such a yeah, he is such a incredible player. He was my top guy last year after watching him at Northwestern. He's an incredible athlete. Uh, he has he just walked in day one with technique, with everything he needed, leverage. That's a that's going to be. They're going to miss him because now they're going to have to they're going to have to operate a little bit differently to make sure his blind side's protected. There's not a lot of guys mm. in the league as good as shots later. That's a blow, no doubt. Hey, Mike, man, we appreciate these Thank every you so week. Much, Thank you, man. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Yep. Two. He is Mike Wall, uh, former Pro Bowl offensive lineman, founder of Process to Perform. Yeah, that is a uh, you know AFC West. The only solace for me was that everybody lost yesterday in the AFC. Oh, excuse me, that's not the Broncos. Not Denver. That, that felt like a loss. They didn't lose. Uh, but the Chargers lost handily, and then uh, the Chiefs lost to the Indianapolis Colts. Again, I don't expect anything from this team, but at least they there were some some you know commiserators there, I guess you could say. So uh, anyway, thanks to Mike Wall for joining us on the show today. Memphis football played a game over the weekend. They won 44-34 
over North Texas. Uh, we've got some thoughts on that game. Uh, attendance was a big talker. Mm-hmm. Uh, the offense was a big talker. So we will get into that and more on the other side. Stick around. Jason and John, 90s FM, ESPN. The Dallas Cowboys football in the NFL. This is your place for the league. All fall, yo. We are Memphis Sports, 92.9 FM, ESPN. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.